The topic of today's podcast is something which has dominated the news and something as a foreigner I find it quite difficult to sort of get my head around and to process and it's to do with Yellow House, the Kamati's report, the KLA and the special court and the trials that are going on there at the moment. I wondered if you'd be able to give me sort of a, a layman's explanation of exactly what's happening and what is Dick Marty's report? Why is it so controversial? Okay, I mean, there is a little bit of history back here. Everything starts with the International Crime Court in Hague for former Yugoslavia, which is shortly referred as the Hague Tribunal on former Yugoslavia, which was set up in 1993 to investigate and judge on the war crimes in the Balkan Wars that associated the dismantling of uh, Yugoslavia. It initially investigated the crimes committed in Bosnia, Croatia and Serbia in the wars between these countries when uh, all these countries uh, broke free from Yugoslavia, I mean Croatia, Slovenia and Bosnia uh, later. Starting in 1998, as the Serb violence in Kosovo started increasing, the tribunal, which basically had the jurisdiction over the entire Yugoslavia or former Yugoslavia, started also keeping note of the developments in Kosovo. And at some point in 1998, they decided they will investigate uh, possible crimes committed by Serb forces in Kosovo. There is, uh, in March 1998, the American judge Louis Arbor, which was the chief prosecutor of the Hague Tribunal, made the unusual comment, breaking from the silence in the investigation that was the standard for the tribunal, saying that they are collecting information and evidence on what she at the time called incidents in Kosovo. After, by the end of 98 and beginning of 99, the server repression in Kosovo increased. It basically uh, became a genocide against the Albanian uh, population in Kosovo. And it seems that the tribunal started investigating also Kosovo. So this was the beginning. The tribunal investigated for many, many years. And at the, at the end of everything, there were few processes that, uh, few cases that went up before the court. There were only, there were five cases before the court. One of them involved also former uh, leader uh, of Serbs, Milosevic, who died before a final verdict by the court. But all in all, there were six Serbs commit the sentence and two Albanians. So for the, all the crimes that happened in, in Kosovo, hundreds and thousands of people killed and thousands uh, disappearing and a lot of uh, all kinds of violence against the civil population. At the end, we had only six people uh, sentenced, six Serbs sentenced and also two, Alban two Albanians also for, for war crimes. Mm -hmm. Seems like everything was over, everything was investigated and there was justice made. But in, in the year 2008, there was a sudden change of events. The former chief prosecutor that succeeded Louis Arbor, the Swiss Carla Del Ponte, published a book with her memoirs during her work as chief prosecutor with the Hague Tribunal. And among other things, she talked about the investigations in Kosovo, and she alleged that in Kosovo there were crimes committed by the 
Kosovars, namely the Albanian Liberation Army, KLA. Mm -hmm. uh, she alleged that there were uh, mistreatment of uh, captives, there were, uh, there were torture, and also that there were some transplant, organ transplants committed on by, by, by KLA. Mm -hmm. Basically, the allegations were that uh, Serbs or minorities in Kosovo were captured and uh, organs were harvested from their bodies. I don't know if alive or, or killed, mm -hmm. according to the allegations. And then they were supplying an international organ trafficking uh, Did she pretended that uh, everything happened in Kosovo, but also involving Albania, north of Albania, uh -huh. in Kukus. There is a famous, uh, according to her, but I mean, this was in general. So before coming to Kala Ponta didn't have like evidence on information. There were no names of victims, no victims identified. There were no, no places, no names. So there was basically hearsay, circumstantial evidence or secondhand uh, witnesses talking about things happening, okay. but there was no specification. Mm -hmm. After the book was published in, in, in April 2008, then in the Council of Europe, the, one of the Russian members of the Parliamentary Assembly of the Council of Europe asked, uh, proposed a resolution and asked for an investigation mm -hmm. on these alleged crimes in Kosovo. There was a debate in the Parliamentary Assembly of the Council of Europe, and finally they decided to investigate and they assigned one of the members of the assembly, the Swiss uh, former prosecutor Dick Marty, which at the, who at the time was a member of the upper house of the Swiss uh, parliament, mm -hmm. and who previously had established a good reputation, especially among the Council of, in the Council of Europe, because he investigated on the alleged secret detention centers by CIA in Europe, okay. which brought this issue to the public uh, light. Mm -hmm. Another connection is that Dick Marty was a former colleague of Del Ponte. Mm -hmm. He also served as prosecutor and they had to work in the same uh, uh, district prosecution in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. Dick Marty then undertook some investigation, basically interviews and I don't know what are the details of this kind of investigation and he publishes he proposes a report which was called the report on the trafficking of, uh, of organs in Kosovo to the parliamentary assembly mm -hmm. but again in this report this is the first time that is mentioned the famous yellow house in the north of Albania mm -hmm. in Kukus where allegedly this uh, organ harvesting was uh, was was happening mm -hmm. But again, even with uh, Dick Marty's report, there were no hard evidence, there were no direct witnesses, and basically there was no victims or other specifics that were included in the report. Again, there were witnesses that had heard from other sources mm -hmm. that things were happening. Uh, and for just for just to just a clarification, Kukus, when this yellow house it was supposed to have been mm -hmm. was by car six uh, around six hours 
to the only international airport in Tirana. Yes. So basically the allegation is that some organs were taken from victims in, in this yellow house and they had to travel for six uh, hours in very difficult mountainous uh, road and coming to Rinas and then from there to be flown somewhere in the world when these organs were sold. So the, 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 the allegations were a little bit off reality. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a, an expert of these things, but it seems like not, not very much likely that given the distances, given the infrastructure, given all the circumstances, this thing might have happened. But in any case, these allegations were in the report. And then this report was brought before the Parliamentary Assembly of uh, Council of Europe. There was a debate there. And then the Parliamentary Assembly decided to pass a resolution, which was passed with overwhelmingly with an overwhelming vote in the Parliamentary Assembly, which asked for further investigations on these allegations, asked the international administration in Kosovo, especially EU Lex, which was the justice mission in Kosovo, basically they were running the justice system in Kosovo, to start investigating. They asked the uh, Kosovo government to cooperate with this investigation and also the Albanian government to, to cooperate with the investigation in the case that the investigation will also be conducted in the Albanian territory. And did they? Sorry? Did Albania investigate this? So what happened after this? What happened after this is that immediately the European Union established a special task force for investigation. So they had an agreement with the, with the Kosovo parliament. Mm -hmm. And this agreement, uh, the Kosovo Parliament and the, the, the Kosovo State committed to health investigation. And as, after this, after this uh, agreement, then the European Union established this uh, special task force for investigating these crimes, mm. which was established in Brussels. I mean, headquartered in Brussels, and was staffed only with international staff, okay. prosecutors and investigators, etc. And they, and they started to investigate. In 2000, uh, somewhere in 2014, this task force produced a provisionally or a first draft of their findings. Mm -hmm. And on the basis of this first draft of their findings, when they found that there is cause for further investigation on these allegations or war, on war crimes, they, then the European Union forced the, the Kosovo parliament after many, many discussions and maybe political threats of isolation, forced the Kosovo parliament to establish this institution that now we're talking about, these special mm -hmm. chambers, special courts, which are and prosecutional offices, which are established under the, the Kosovo law, mm -hmm. but they're staffed by international, they are managed by international investigators and they are based in Hague. And mm -hmm. shortly these are called the Special uh, Prosecutional Office and the Special special uh, Chambers in The Hague. And once this uh, Special Prosecutor Office and the Special Chambers were established in Hague, then all the investigations passed to this new justice system, which, as I said, is established under the Kosovo law, but basically is... Uh, conducted by international uh, staff and under international monitoring and administration. Mm -hmm. Okay, now 
my my first question would be are there any similar courts set up in other countries that were involved in this issue such as serbia no this is the first case and one of the reasons why in kosovo there was this special uh, solution mm-hmm. is the claim that there wasn't too much cooperation by the albanian authorities and mm-hmm. the uh, in kosovo and in albania Second is that the Kosovo justice system was not, and also the ULEX, the international justice institutions in Kosovo, were unable to investigate these crimes on their own, and especially also the crime that happened immediately after the war, mm-hmm. because they were not able to defend witnesses, which according to them, either disappeared, some were killed, and some just backed off and didn't want to uh, appear before the prosecutors and the court anymore. So a main reason was the witness protection, and they thought that they would be better protected and safer if this justice institution, court, will be established outside of Kosovo Mm -hmm. with international staff and international uh, backing. Okay, so Albania didn't investigate anything to do with this. Kosovo was sort of made to, and Serbia has no equivalent to this. I mean, as an outsider, this seems a bit sort of unfair that all of this is being put onto Kosovo and that nobody else who's sort of involved in the issue is doing anything similar. Uh, absolutely, but there are a few issues here which are worth noting. First, there was investigation both in Albania and in Kosovo. Mm-hmm. You, uh, first, Dick Marty and his uh, Council of Europe uh, staff and his staff investigated basically. It was not a criminal investigation, it was more like a fact finding investigation. Mm-hmm. But then, ULEX investigated both in Kosovo and in Albania. The point is that the investigation didn't lead to much. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the special task force also investigated, which led to the establishment of the special court. And in the past, uh, since the court, the special chambers were established in 2015, they also investigated. So there have been a lot of investigations by different institutions, at least three, four mm-hmm. Also, as I mentioned before, the Hague Tribunal also investigated. Then the question how deep work in investigations and were there obstacles to the investigations by Albanians in Kosovo Albania, that's a different mm-hmm. issue. I'm not informed and I cannot discuss it, but formally and practically there have been investigations by three, four different bodies in the past uh, 20 years. And this brings the question of fairness. Mm-hmm. For the same crimes, the same people have been investigated by different bodies. And they have been constantly under the pressure of another investigation. Once they appear and they are cleared, then another investigation by another institution for the same crime starts over with a different justification. So you have a few people in Kosovo, former leaders of uh, KLA and later uh, leaders of the Kosovo mm-hmm. government that have been investigated by the Hague Tribunal, have been investigated by ULEX, have been investigated by the Kosovo justice system, and now they have been investigated and are under investigation and will appear before the court by the special chambers uh, uh, 
behave. And then the question of you cannot investigate the crime twice. I mean, all these questions of, of fair process or due process come to light. I'm, I'm not an expert and I cannot, I cannot uh, discuss or have a clear opinion on that, but I can raise the question. Is this due process? Are their rights have been uh, uh, protected mm-hmm. as in any uh, fair justice system? I don't know, but there are doubts that maybe there were a lot of corners yes. cut uh, in this regard. And the last comment that I want to make on this fairness is that, look, you had, you had thousands of victims. You had, you had thousands of other people which had, which disappeared in Kosovo. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about Kosovo Albanians. You had one of the most cruel repressions and almost genocide of the military and paramilitary Serb forces in Kosovo. And at the end of the day, there were only six Serbs that were sentenced. And now you have like six Albanian freedom fighters which are appearing in court. Two were, two were sentenced before by the Hague Tribunal. Now you have six and maybe more will appear before the court for crimes. So at the end of the day, one thing is true. It seems that there is a lot of disproportionality in the prosecution of crimes committed by Serbs and the alleged crimes now being investigated, alleged crimes committed by Albanians. So something is not right, something is not fair here. Why are the Albanian government now setting up a commission to investigate this report? Why now? But there is a lot of uh, politics being played out. I mean, this is political game. There's nothing to do with uh, justice or fairness or whatever. What they are trying to say is that there was in the past during these investigations, there were Albanian government supported investigations in a way the Albanian government at the time, which is the opponents of uh, the current government, they uh, basically voted for the resolution in the Council of Europe supporting starting of the investigations, mm-hmm. which uh, is something that politically the current majority is criticizing because they are blaming the former government that they opened the way for all these uh, things that happened later. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is political uh, games. I don't think there is any credibility in these efforts. I don't think that they are serving to any good purpose and definitely they're not serving to any justice or fairness to the uh, people that are being uh, investigated and tried in Kosovo. No, I mean, because if it was a genuine sort of um, attempt for justice, I mean, surely they could start with a commission to investigate crimes committed under communism in Albania. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we, we don't even I mean, have a memorial. Look, Albania is one of the few countries that has not fully investigated or tried people responsible for pioneer crimes under communism. Mm-hmm. Uh, former communists, I mean, prosecutors, torturers mm-hmm. under the communist regime went on to have normal lives, and so some of them also to be reinstated in the government. Yes. And suddenly we are playing games with uh, some 
issues that we are not directly involved and we don't have any say so it's political games for uh, for 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 it's political games for political games yes because i've seen luzlim basha's name mentioned quite a lot there seems to be more of a war of words between basha and rama than than usual this week and i'm trying to understand what exactly he's being accused of and why exactly his name is coming up in con- conjunction with this uh, yellow house report i mean mr basha at the time when uh, ulex was investigating uh, in kosovo about these uh, allegations in the council of europe uh, report on dick martin's report was working for the uh UN administration in Kosovo and was working under the prosecutorial institutions i'm not clear the details but he was working as a translator as a legal assistant to the i mean prosecutorial bodies or justice bodies international justice bodies in Kosovo and uh, as part of this he was involved in the missions for fact finding about war crimes committed in Kosovo So that's a fact and that's what we know. What seems what it seems is that now the current government which are the political opponents of Mr. Basha who is the leader of the opposition are trying to use this fact to claim that Mr. Basha was also involved in the investigation of these allegations by the made by Dick Marty or his report and also involved directly in the investigation of uh, the so-called yellow house in the north of Albania. Uh, there is no evidence that this is the case. Mr. Basha hasn't spoken much about that. Uh, yesterday he uh, rejected that he was involved in this kind of investigation. But then the question here is not whether there has been an investigation. There were allegations and any investigation should have been welcomed. Mm-hmm. The point was is that were these investigations conducted properly yes. and there is no reason to say that this is not the case. Should things would have been investigated? Yes, things should have been investigated because there were political allegations, Kosovo was under pressure, there was need not only to know the truth but also to clear Kosovo KLA fighters and other leaders and other people that were allegedly uh, uh, alleged that uh, that were that committed crimes. So this is a this is a complicated story which basically springs from the fact that these issues are being dragged forever for two reasons: the failure of the international justice system so far and also Kosovo justice so far to really investigate and bring to justice every person that committed crimes and the second political games that are playing both in Kosovo and Albania by parties which are using this the past for current uh, political fights in Albania and Kosovo. And in fact, that's what the director of Human Rights Watch said. She said she made some very strong statements saying that the politicization of this issue was an insult to the memory of the victims and that the attacks by Rama against Basha were shameful and misguided. Um it seems like I mean Basha has said, you know, 
that the government are using this as a distraction for their mismanagement of the COVID crisis. Um, and maybe it could be something to do with, you know, the upcoming elections. Uh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. One thing is clear. Now we have a spatial chambers court in The Hague, and there are at least six former KLA leaders and former government, some of them former Kosovo government leaders, which are in detention waiting trial. And under these circumstances, only two things are important. The defenders should prepare for their defense because at the end of the day they'll be tried by a justice mm-hmm. system. And the second is that politicians and everybody else should stay away mm-hmm. in order to allow the justice follow its course to bring to a closure all the story of allegations, all the story of investigations that never ends. This is in the interest of the people that have been accused, which is not fair that they have been for almost 20 years under constant investigations, under constant pressure, without bringing their case to an end. And the second, this is not fair to the Kosovo people, which need to have political stability, to have a rule of law system in Kosovo and especially to have the backing and the support of the international community. We are dealing here with a justice process. You have alleged, you have allegations of crimes committed by former KLA KLA leaders and members, which some of them later served in the Kosovo government. Mm-hmm. Six, six of them are already in detention awaiting trial. Others are expected to be charged. So it's in, it's in their interest that the justice should be allowed to follow its course. But also it's in the interest of Kosovo to clear its image and also to have political stability and to focus on all the policies and reforms that Kosovo needs to undertake in order to progress. Kosovo needs the international assistance and Kosovo needs to take the right steps forward. Also, Kosovo needs a closure with its past. In order for these things to happen, politics should stay away from these justice processes. We should be patient, they should be patient and wait and and hope and believe that justice will be delivered. And this will bring a closure to all the individuals that have been investigated for 20 years and they have been thrown from one process to another, from one investigation to another, which has been totally unfair to them, but also to the Kosovo society, which finally should look forward to build a prosperous and modern Kosovo. But I think in order for them to do that, there needs to be justice on the other side as well, which appears to be sorely lacking in terms of crimes committed by Serbia. Absolutely. But the point is that there is nothing that Kosovars can do about that. Mm -hmm. 
many Serb crimes going without being punished is the failure of international justice system. Mm-hmm. Will this system, will the internationals be willing to go further? I don't know. The fact is that the Hague Tribunal that was the justice body established by the United Nations to investigate crimes, war crimes and crimes against humanity committed during the dismantling of Yugoslavia, including the war in Kosovo, basically uh, ended its mandate mandate, uh, three years ago. And at the moment, there is no other international body or international effort to investigate and bring to justice uh, those that committed crimes in Kosovo. I have two more questions. One is, this investigation that's going to be started in Albania, do you think it is or could be construed as a move sort of to placate Serbia? Do you think it's the moves that the government are taking to sort of you know, boost their reputation with Serbia, so to speak. I mean, which investigation are you referring to in Albania? The the one that Parliament has said that they're going to start. They've appointed a commission. They've approved I mean, a commission. The Parliament can can hold inquiries, but cannot conduct investigations. And as I said, that's a political game for political gains. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything good coming out of that. It's okay. it's. I mean, in a way, that's travesty of any sense of justice because that's not the way how you achieve justice and that's not the way how you uh, treat these serious issues mm-hmm. um, my last question personally regarding the report and also the the various charges which have been levied against former members of the KLA do you see much merit if I had to put you on the spot I mean definitely it was an war definitely there were terrible things happening during the war. Mm-hmm. I can speculate, yes, might have been crimes committed by Albanians as well. I mean, they are not immune of anything. First, second, after the war, there were always rumors and hearsay in Kosovo that witnesses during the investigations of the Hague Tribunal about these crimes, witnesses against former KLA fighters who were being intimidated there were allegations that witnesses were killed or witnesses disappeared. So there have been rumors, hearsay, allegations, which doesn't prove anything, but at the end of the day, makes a case for investigations. So the problem here is not the investigation in itself, is the way how we have arrived to these final investigations. Mm-hmm. Is the problem of many failed investigations for the same crimes in the past. And this has made the issue not only unfair to the people that have been accused or investigated, but also unfair to the Kosovar society, because in a way you are keeping hostage Kosovo with all these investigations, which at the end of the day they make international news, mm-hmm. they create political problems, and they create instability in many regards in Kosovo. This investigation should have happened in the past, should have been closed by now, and Kosovo should have been looking forward to building a better future for its people. Thank you, Nerotan. Yes, I mean, it, 
from my perspective, it really undermines everything that's happened in Kosovo in the last 20 years, you know, their, and their fight to be recognised as an independent state. And as you said, it's something that should have been invested a long time ago. I'm not sure how how far the investigations can go now, you know, considering how long ago it was. Thank you very much for your time, Maritana, and for explaining this very complex and very sensitive situation to you. You are welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.